Hello everyone. October, finally. Well, um, as darkness is coming, I'm thinking that it would be quite nice to um, read one of my vampire poems. And um, I'll give you today the Ballad of the Vampire, which uh, was published by the world on me. Um, and it's, it's online if you wanted to read it, but I'll read it to you. And here I give you the Ballad of the Vampire. 1753. She was the summer sunshine in a garden full of fragrant roses, basking in a beautiful energy. I say, enthralled, puzzled, intrigued, unaware of the tragedy to unfold. If I ever felt love, I would argue, this cataclysm of colours and emotion caused she, who would not speak her voice. Yet I could hear the song of your soul, my love, in spite of no words spoken. A man of your station encrypted these words stands on the entry of a very personal, invisible hell. Force-fed the culture of my class. The day before the journey, we said our goodbyes. But your eyes contained an infinite expanse of sadness, a feeling I never saw in you. Little did I know the secret garden that you were was not to be again. The very ignorance kept me sane. All those days, hours, minutes, months, years away. I descended in shames I could not confess. How unworthy I became of you. Yet, had you lived, my love, you would have taken me all the same. Unworthy corruption absent from your soul. Indeed, indeed, you would have cleansed and redeemed mine. Winter in the Garden, 1755 I never dealt well with grief, it being so unmanly, so vague. You rest, my beloved, your epitaph being none other than your name on account of your worldless existence and your lowly earthly status. The nobleman cut a strange figure, gifting flowers to the dead death's girl's grave. You who were worth telling me. Grief is a cancer that grows, uns grows unseen, devouring life, the soulless shell walking across from tombstone to tombstone. They say I died that winter. I say I was dead long before. Holy Christmas. Cut the ties of this empty room. Cut the very fibre of what makes this prison real. Oh, madness, you, mother, father, brother, the faithful servants of the system, that made this madness not only possible but desirable good wine 
never tasted so earthy. Cheers to all this Christmas Eve. The room rejoices, all have eaten. <clears throat> drink, drink from the truth. They started drinking, contorting <clears throat> in horrible faces. At first, not understanding the destiny I had bestowed on them, of my volition only, as I stood in the middle of the room in the best clothes, smiled upon the carnage, blood gushed out of semi open mouths, exhaling life. You, brother, the rightful heir to my father's name, had the privilege of seeing the sword close up to the heart, cut out and eaten raw. You, spy and commander of propriety, protecting our name and yourself from seeing me taste true love. Walking over corpses, I took all I took off that very night, wandering the earth in the cold. Death would eventually surely come, like flowers crushed, my soul lay for the taking, seeing really no solution other than taking out of the way whatever obstacle set out to reach the outlaws, live life free of constraint. Dreamscape A horse galled my weapons. This is the kind of guy I am. The night in its darkness followed us to protect as several unseen eyes showed the way. A small hunting hut, enough room for the both of us, my horse. The small fire lit warmed my limbs. I fell into a sleep too long and tortured. And in that very lost dreamscape, where reality meets madness, I realized how easy it is to disappear from consciousness as I was born a new me, Marie. Marie, your sad eyes looked at the wretched new monster, your heart pulsing with love for me, the soul I had been. Having excused my sins, you look so pale, my love, in the dreamscape, so dead a million times, gone the sun out of your eyes, gone the summer that you were. Come with me, you whispered and took my hand to lead me in the dreamscape. Her grave, the vampire lives. The night after, knowing well the world was hunting me, I walked the wet soil of the cemetery of the pool. With bare hands excavating your grave, I could not have you in life, Marie. I was going to have you in death. The small coffin opened far too easily. Dopamine, adrenaline, all sorts running my heart a hundred miles an hour. She lives. Your perfect body preserved as if they had interred you 
one-hour prayer. As cold as corpses indeed are, you opened your eyes. I knew it was dreamscape, even if real. Take me away, said your mind to mine, as if in clear words. The blood of animals was at first your request. It nourished your beauty, the crimson lips and spectral whiteness of the skin. My bride lives, walking, recovering ever so fast from your forged death. I feared not ask question I knew the answer to. You asked a human for feast, and this when our joys and sorrows came. A human could have not foreseen, sweet Marie. At last, still Dahlia, called beauty, of your unspoken works and words floating over the still waters in this strange idiom, the swans courting made a nest out of the fox they killed. Feelings dormant in the still water, muffled, neither are what we used to be. This new bond, a twisted reflection of confusion. When did I leave the pedantic mainstream morality for this easy winter dreamscape? Where all colours are muted, browns, whites, greys, and you stood Lady of the Waters, in the midst of the door. The apple was red, and contrary to this all, you bit, and so did I, while he lay there unconscious of this unreal ordeal to go through. Think of it as a dream. Soon his young blood was shared equally between. You cut my neck in slow motion, Biting the jugular, it shot a true hit to the loins, and I wanted you. The sacred ritual left me exhausted on the very margin of death. The last I remember, your loins over mine, lust depicted on your young face, ageless, though in your eyes a different story. The hardness, the gore, the orgy, the desecrated sex. He was long dead when I came to my senses. You need to feed. And took a rat as a joke for a first meal. Marie, the vampire with a sense of humour. Hours, minutes, days, years. Such a human construct so far from our landscape of non-dead, non-love. The winter garden was subdued, its tones and its mystery. Only the most reserved souls crave. 1982, the era of the machine. Many years have passed. Primordial nature unspoiled by the continuous cruel turnaround of life and death. Winter ends in spring, 
so that nature is again reborn in new life. Tension of hope and regeneration, silence, silence all around in the machine, i.e. mimicking human brains, surpassing them and all them, eventually, the era of the human machine to take over, the dawn of the rebirth. They found the spirit was encased and it was too late to choose freedom. The sad parallel with what one would call life of the non-dead. If her face was a parody of her human beauty, so reflected her spirit might be debauchery, souls lost to the mimicking of love, arrangement of convenience. There is no love for the vampire. She so craved my human energy, surely it came as a surprise to herself to find me repulsive in the, gaze, in the guise she gave me. The machine herself did not have time for mechanical games, a feeling I came to agree upon, the taste of human prey. We had little need for each other's hands. In silence is God, in the God of all things damned. There is no love for the vampire.